Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. Coming up, I have a special guest, my boy D. We call him D. His name is Damar Stai of the Die Sport Network and of the Flex Zone. We talk about TLC, we talk about the NWA, Ring of Honor, and AEW. So make sure you tune in. And then immediately after the show, it'll be a preview of the world premiere of my new show, Breaking Glass Ceilings with Brian H. Shout out to Hypnosis on the Beat for not only episodes 100 through 101 of Break It Down with Brian H., but he also gave the music for Break It Through Glass Seals. But ladies and gentlemen, here is the TLC Post Show, episode 101. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised in this episode, I am joined by the man himself, Demaris Dye. We call him D. That's what our click. That's what we know him as. You may know him from the Die Sport Net and the Flex Zone. D, what's going on, man? Brian, how you feeling tonight, man? Man, I'm good. You know, TLC, it was a heavy performance-based pay-per-view as opposed to a lot of story. I mean, there was some story going in tonight. However, what I saw was, you know, and I, I listened to Corey Graves' podcast, felt like this would be a pay-per-view that you would fo- they would focus more on the wrestling and the action was good. That's, you know, my initial thoughts before we jump into this rundown. Yeah, you know, I thought the pay-per-view did its job, man. It got some people over. You know, Corbin got a big one tonight. I know, of course, he cheated, but he's a heel. He's supposed to do. Um, the Kabuki Warriors really look legit. I mean. Well, let's get right into it. You, you started right there because that's where I was going to start. Kabuki Warriors getting a win, um, retaining the tag team championships. Were you surprised? No, no. I, I thought it was the right move. Um, you got two singles players. We know how good Charlotte and Becky is, but the Kabuki Warriors need to step up, and then you can continue with Becky and Asuka in a separate singles role for the uh, Raw's women title at the Rumble. So I think it did a job. I really like this. D, I got to ask you, though, right? So I've been listening, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I hear, you know, I'm going to bring up Corey Graves again because he said it, and I disagree with him. So I got to ask you, do you think that Charlotte Flair is losing steam and she's not coming off as important as she has been since she's come into the main roster at in 2015. I mean, she she's won it all, Brian. You know, I mean, sometimes you got to go down a little bit to come back up. And I'm not saying she's down. It's just the raw women's situation. They have a lot of injuries to certain women, so they're trying to make do what they can. And I think they've done well. But Charlotte and Becky both are kind of in the holding pattern. But if we can get two certain people to come back, or one to come back and one to come up from NXT. I think they'd be all right. Okay, I'm, t- I'm assuming you're talking about Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Correct, Ramondo. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I don't think Charlotte is losing much steam. I think the expectations are high for the queen. I also think that this was a good because this was good right here. What she did is doing what her father does, made a living doing, putting people over. You said it. 
just got the Kabuki Warriors over. They got a huge spot, a main event win, right? Love and it. you know, I'm a, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna roll the tapped out right here because here's my tapped out. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. My tapped out is they decided to me crap on the main event by having a dusty finish to the show afterwards with the men. I did not like that at all. How'd you feel? Uh, I get the whole balling aspect, but I kind of agree with you, Brian. I mean, we've seen the backstage right before the main event. They could have kept it as that and maybe maybe on on YouTube or maybe a network clip, you know, put that on. But I don't think the main pay-per-view needed that. That's why you're my brother, man. I, I agree. I, I just didn't like it. I mean, the women went out there. They did their thing. It was just absolutely no reason for you guys to go out there and send the men out there. Um, I get, like, that's a huge story or whatever. But come on now. Like, it's just that that really irritated me. But, you know, we can get right into that match where, you know, Corbin was successful. Um, like you say, he cheated to win. I was sort of surprised, but then again, I wasn't. I thought I would have rather seen him, like, I would have rather seen Roman kind of come back, do what he did right before that, and just end it right there. You know, if Corbin couldn't, like, finish off with the win and the braggadocious celebration, just have Roman do what he did, you know. But I didn't need this at the end of the night. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, just just looking at it, everybody balling, both brands end up balling. Just, uh, just, well, uh, is this like this is the people that's gonna be in the rumble? I guess maybe that's teasing to that. I don't, I don't know, Brian. You know, we, we'll see. But I, I think for Corbin, mighty quick, he needed this win um, to kind of establish himself. You know, the last couple of King of the Rings has been kind of jokes, so he's probably the best credible one since Sheamus. I gotta give you that one now. Um... Generally, the king and the best king of the rings have been heels. Uh, you think about Bret Hart and Edge, I think they may be the uh, and Neville was Neville did Neville win King of the Ring or he no, lost? No, no, it? no, no, it, it was Barrett, but Neville beat him so much he thought it was Neville, okay, right? Um, but yeah, so Bret and Edge they won the king of the ring, Bret had the coordination, Edge didn't even have a coordination, and then you just tend to for you forgot about it, so. Right. You know, you think about guys like Baron Corbin. You think about like Owen Hart, um, Booker T. Seamus, Booker T, Regal. These guys win the King of the Ring, and they constantly remind you of it. So I like that. I love this whole thing with King Corbin. I, I thought the way they built up to it made sense, and they kind of it made you think, you know what, they build it a little bit too much. He's not going to win it, and he actually did. So it wasn't like one of those things where they tried to jump the shark and only say, ha ha, you thought you knew. No, they went with something and kept it there. And then, you know, and now we see him reap the benefits of it. Right. Right. It's, um, look like he's getting a little Kings court together. I'm, I'm hearing word that, uh, Drake Maverick's been managing them on, um, live shows. So maybe they might introduce that soon, get a little stable going and something for Roman, to, to overcome, you know, he don't have to get right into the main event belt stage. He can have something to overcome. Mm. I mean, now, is it a bad thing if we get Roman back in the title picture? 
I still think it is. I, I think we I think we need a little bit more time. Okay. For him to kind of be out of that picture and then bring him back, he still he don't get booed, you know, like that because of him fighting leukemia and and thank goodness for that he fought it and overcame and uh, we, we just want to I just want to make sure he gets that full run, man. I say by this time next year, going into Mania, maybe you can put him back in the title picture. All right. Speaking of the title picture, Miz, Bray Wyatt, no championship on the line. Matter of fact, uh, shout out to Blake. He called me. MD, you can answer this question. When's the last time there's never been a, there has not been one world title on the line, men or women, in one show? Do you know? Because I, we, wow. I, and the only thing I could think about was maybe a bragging rights show, but even those shows, I felt like they slipped a women's championship match on there, or they even slipped a um, at least one of the world titles on there. Or the even just couple, say they, the last couple Survivor Series until this year, no belts was on the line. No, no, no. Well, uh, let's not even include. Let's let's not include that just because okay. of the fact it's the Survivor Series. You know what I mean? But just like right, right. the men's or women's world right. championships. I I can't remember. Yeah. Um, man, you've been watching wrestling a long time, man. I can't remember. Yeah. You know, if you're out there, make sure you tweet us at Brian H. Waters, at Die Sport and Net, at Wrestling Realm. Let us know, when's the last time there was not a world championship that was not a Survivor Series on the line and on the pay-per-view? But, um, you know, we, we talk about The Miz and Bray Wyatt. Now, when I saw this match, D, I was irritated that the Miz was in his gear because I'm looking at it like you said this is personal and you aren't going to be the Miz going into this match. So I felt that he should have been wearing, you know, some street gear. You know, I feel, man, that we, we see that a lot sometimes. You know, we've seen that with Kofi. He had the big title loss. Still coming out happy-go-lucky. And same with the Miz tonight. You kind of – it, it kind of take you away from the match. It's like, well, you're supposed to be upset, man. He didn't, he didn't broke a code and coming out, you know, still with the mid glasses and the get up and all that. And I mean, but that being said, it was, it was a good match. And Bray Wyatt is wrestling like I thought he should in this character, you know, as Bray, he kind of like lovable Mr. Rogers, <laughs> then snap into it. It, it, it reminds you, and, and shout out to Austin and Undertaker. You know, they had the Broken Skull uh, sessions, and they got the one with Goldberg as we speak now. I know we both going to technically uh, go back and look at that. But mind you, that early Undertaker character, when he did stuff slow, and then out of nowhere, he did something fast. Mm-hmm. And the, the Y character has been done magnificently, by the way. Oh, phenomenal. Um, Absolutely. You know, and, and I, I love that. They did put a um, stamp on this. It would have been nice to see the Miz get the win, but it wouldn't have made sense at the same time right. just because of the character. So I think Miz being who he is, Miz being somebody, he could take this L and not be affected. You made it personal. Right. Okay, I bit off more than I could chew. This guy, he went out, he beat me, he won. But now here comes a guy, and you notice on the different shows, they talked about the dynamics with him and Daniel Bryan and now how there's a respect level there. Right. Daniel Bryan returned tonight. 
shaved head, looking like Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan 2012, who was the world heavyweight champion. D, is Daniel Bryan the guy to take the Fiend, take the Universal Championship from the Fiend? No, but he will get close. Okay. We'll get close. Um, I, first of all, I, I, I love the American Dragon look he has again. Um, you know what they say? Sometimes old is new. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he definitely looked good in it. Um, it makes the – I, I got to say, it makes the Miz, for the first time in his career, a sympathetic character. You know, you never like the Miz in any form of him. But this really made him sympathetic, man. And I think they did a – a good job of making him like, man, he's a he's been a heel for so long. He's done some despicable things, but man, the, the man's family getting messed with. Now even he don't deserve that, you know. That's true, and and, and, it, and it's been done well. I mean, I know I know in our chats a lot. We get on, we get on. I call it Nightcrawler. We get on Raw and SmackDown <laughs> and company. But props to the props to them when they do something good, and this has been done well. Yeah, it has been, and. But I'm, I'm looking at this, and, and, and I know, of course, it's the Daniel Bryan fan in me that has hope <laughs> that DB can be the guy. Now, I would even say this. You could run this story all the way to WrestleMania. You could. Yeah, you definitely could. And, and, and it wouldn't get boring because these two characters have a way that they can lock you in, right? Definitely. And then, therefore, for the second year in a row, Give Raw the Royal Rumble winner, Andrade. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even go there. I, I've, I've heard Cain Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar for the title. I know Dave uh, Cormier say uh, there, uh, considering uh, Cormier is considering coming to the WWE. So that's a potential t- championship match. I don't want to see neither. I want to see a WWE guy. I, I want to see the belt off Lesnar. I want to see it back on a full timer on Monday Night Raw, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, so AJ Styles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but if it's not the Daniel Bryan, who is the guy that you see? And this is an early prediction as we sit here, December fifteenth, going into December sixteenth. Matter of fact, shout out to my sister Shadell. Happy birthday to her and my cousin Brandon, and then my sister Nikki's birthday, who was yesterday. Who is the guy to overcome the fiend at WrestleMania? Or at least face uh, him. He said, he said mania. Um, or at least face him because you know he doesn't even have to beat him. Can, can we get Strowman? I mean, Strowman can get healthy again. Uh-huh. Can we get that? I mean, I don't want to go to the Roman Reigns card so quick. You know, what I, mean? I feel you. You know what though? You wanted something with Strowman because he would have to dig deep, and that's family, right? That I. I you, you cook it with grease, as the real Dwayne Allen would say. <laughs> so let's move on, right? Bobby Lashley defeats Rusev. And, you know, him and Lana walk off into the sunset, probably. D, where are you with this story? What, 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 you know how we used to have the calm down match? Was that the calm down match tonight? I don't know if many people got into that one tonight. Uh, I'm done with it, but it's getting five million views on YouTube, man. So I mean, what can you say? You know what I mean? 
I'm I'm kind of done with it. I want Rusev to go his separate way, and Lashley and Lana can do their thing, and then they both can get everything. Hey, did you hear the booking CM Punk had? I actually like that. What did he say? I must I missed it. He said on backstage, you know, have have them have the blow off, mm-hmm. and then down down the road here, maybe late January, February, Lashley get tired of Lana, and then him and Rusev team up at Mania against Lana tag team she picks and then she get in the shark cage and then the loser I had to take Lana no (laughs) No. that's why CM Punk doesn't book wrestling if he did (laughs) that's why wrestlers don't book wrestling you get AEW oh (laughs) no blow (laughs) no Uh, uh, come on why so I think Lana should be leading Lashley to the WWE Championship. Personally, I think no doubt, no doubt. With if, you know Lashley is WWE Championship material, and to have a beautiful woman by his side, I think that's how you should make him get him in that picture. I thought Leo Rush could have been the guy to do it, but then you know it was all the rumors that Leo was having issues backstage, so it was like. Sheesh, Lashley, you like this guy, you you finally, I mean, Leo, you, we got this guy over and everything. Who knows? Maybe he just did that just to get out of that situation. Yeah, but I, th- yeah. you know, I think Lashley, you know, I think he's in main event talent. He, and I've always said it was the mouthpiece that was missing for him. Well, now yeah. he has Lana. He, I mean, you could see them two on covers of magazines, on commercials. Why not? I agree with you, Brian. I mean, he, he he said he wanted to come back to the WWE to face Brock Lesnar. And that's the match that we all been wanting to see for a long time. Heyman and Lana on the mics would be great. I think it can happen, man. We can, uh, let, hey, let's book it at the Rumble. Right, book so it at the Rumble. Let's book it at the Rumble. All right, that's D. Right. I'm going to go into the top rope because this was right here was special. Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. My top rope this week, Alistair Black defeating Buddy Murphy. A match I know personally I've been waiting for. Indeed, we talked about how we've watched tons of matches. So these some of these pay-per-views, if you you know, now that they're starting essentially at five or six o'clock with the pre-shows and or I should say kickoff shows and then going into the main card where, you know, all pay-per-views used to start at eight o'clock. Now, you know, it's that adjustment. It's like, oh, yeah, they do start at seven now. If you're not there, you may fast forward through some things or you just watch it where you pick up at it because you have seen the matches already in some way, shape or form. Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy. This wasn't a match that we had really seen before. And then these two went out there. I mean, the way they kicked it off, sitting down face to face, let you know, we're about to tell a great story. And they did it. And and, and to me, I mean, let me know, what did you think of the match? Well, you know, I, I, I always nicknamed Alistair Black the double man mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. But uh, the man can wrestle. I mean, I mean, He's almost AJ Styles. The man can't have a bad match. I mean, he, he, he's just that good. And him and Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy's ascended somewhat. He's been up and down in 2019, but 
you know with him, he's going to have a good match to you. And Alistair Black, for his size, he can hit. He's mm-hmm. hitting somebody. You know, one of my favorite matches with him was when he took on uh, Pack, known as Neville at the time, in the uh, UK tournament, man. And that was a that was a great match. Mm-hmm. And the USA title needs to get on Alistair Black. You heard it here first. It needs to get on him. He can bring the USA title, and he can make it great again. We ain't talking about the one in the White House, but he can make the U.S. title great again. Well, I thought AJ Styles did that. Did a good job with that. I, I think so, but you know, you, you know, AJ needs to be in that main event because I'm not saying he's not a USA, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, like he sells advertising. Right, right, and. Having Oscar Black with the USA title on him and the guys trying to get it off of him, man, it ain't going to be easy, man. The matches will be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, one of the things, we saw color in this match, right? Woohoo! And it made sense. I know it was an accident, per se, but it made sense. And they made the adjustments during the match. Oh, one of the things, did you see when Bray Wyatt um, popped his shoulder back into place? Ooh, man. <laughs> I was just thinking, wow, title ring about to go down the drain. <laughs> I tell you, man. But, but right here, yeah, but but same with Alistair Black. You know, he went out there, he got bloodied up. And I thought, I, I loved how Buddy Murphy just kept with the story and just kept working the face. And it was just little stuff like that goes to show, like, Buddy Murphy's really, really good. And I'm glad to see him on Monday Night Raw. And I just hope, I really hope, I mean, the dude had this year incredible matches with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan on back-to-back weeks. You got to do something with this guy. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, mighty quick to get to your next question, Brian, but props to your guy, Daniel Bryan, man. He made a lot of people in 2019. Got Kofi into the title situation, won in the title. He made Ali, had the good match with um, Buddy Buddy Murphy. The storyline now with Bray, he said, "Look, I don't want to. I don't want to have a match at TLC. Let's 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 tell a story. Let's make it wait." And he has been magnificent, man. Magnificent. I mean, he's the goat. <laughs> you know, but but in all seriousness, yes. I mean, and that's what it's about: giving back, right? Keeping right. the business alive when you do stuff like this. You know, um, but D, let's talk before you know we um, let's shift gears. Uh-huh. NWA Power. Um, I didn't watch it, but I, you know I read the results. I've been following the program, the um, the product. What did you think about it? Did you read any results? Did you watch it? I know I saw in the group chat. I was out and about, but I saw the group chat yesterday where you was kind of letting us know what was going on. So, what's your thoughts overall? Um, I, I thought I thought Into the Fire was a very good pay per view for them. It, it kind of reintroduced themselves, you know, having um, Aaron Stevens win the, uh, Mer- the um, Americans title was, was I think is, is good. <laughs> the, the national championship. Oh, national championship. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is America's title. <laughs> the uh, I mean, I'm not knocking Coke Cabana, but I didn't know he was a face of hell, really, man. So it's kind of good. We know it's on a hill. We know. And Steven's gonna cut them promos and be a, a chicken hill, mm-hmm. and that's good. I like Nick Aldis. I always have. You know, I I I I, I was joking with my lieutenant. You met him, uh, Lieutenant Dodd, 
at my job. Shout out to him. And um, yeah. I always joke around. I say, all this got a good in the rain because we got um, Camille with him. And then he go home to Mickey James. I said, that son of a guy. But but yeah, man, he he he's definitely he he definitely mind you of an old school NWA champion, man. The way he carries himself, the way he wrestled. I mean, he's perfect for that brand. That's true. But I was a little disappointed. I wanted to see the cowboy become the new NWA champion. Cowboy, get it, man. man. Sorry about your damn luck. You know, I've always been a uh, you know fan of Cowboy James Storm, and, and I was like, yeah, you know this. He felt it felt like he could be that hybrid champion of being a classic champion, but still understanding the new age media. Nick Aldis just reminds me of a wrestler from the eighties that's just in a night in the two thousand tens body. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't look I, old. I, I feel you. Uh, I mean, I think any old promotion probably wouldn't work, but it, I think it works with um with NWA. That's and true. You know, but um, Marty Skrull showing up is is this his final destination? I, you know, I don't know, man. You know, uh, we're gonna get. I know we're gonna get an AEW shortly, but everybody was saying he's going over there. He's going to join his guys, and if he stays in NWA, they're saying, "Hey, I I, I kind of like it here. I see the other side, and I'm not quite liking that. I like what they're doing over here in NWA." I only got to work a couple days a month, and I can <laughs> right. still take uh, independent bookings and still be good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. You know, and I, 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 we'll see. I think both companies could use him. I think Definitely. he would get lost in the NXT uh, side of things. I mean, I know they will find something for him, but they just got so much talent. I mean, you look at the WWE roster. If you look at the names, you know, back around, what was it, 2013? People used to joke mm-hmm. about JTG still being on the roster, right? Yeah. And it was like, do, do Vince and them know that he's still a part of the company? But right here, you have people like that, literally, who we've never even heard of that's on the WWE roster. You know, because they just have so much talent in a performance and a waiting. NXT is only two hours. Right. They could have an and then you got the NXT UK, which is a great product, but again, it's a lot of talent. So right. um, that's what I think, you know, for Marty Squirrel, go over to AEW, go over to NWA, make yourself continue to make yourself a household name, or you know, make yourself into a household name and see what happens. Um, but you said, yeah, AW. Oh, real quick, I want to touch on this ROH new champion PCO 50 plus years old. What do you think? Oh boy, man, I tell you, Ring of Honor used to be the area where you had the working champions and guys <laughs> like that. And now they just, well, they, they're cheering PCO, he's flashing the pan, he can only do like three moves. But hey, let's <laughs> make him the champion. Let's that's what man I, you know rank it on I thought at one point had a chance to be the second biggest promotion like beside the WWE and now it's you know the the whole elite moving you know starting AEW up and now 
Marty Scroll leaving and other cats leaving. Shane Taylor last night was uh other night. And it's just Shane Taylor's holding on, too? man. Yeah, yeah, he he's gone too, man. <laughs> Jay Lethal and the Briscoes holding on, man, but that might be about it. Remember when they said the Briscoes were not cosmetically pleasing? <laughs> and then they brought in the Wyatts, right? Right, right. I, yeah. I, you know, I thought, man, the Briscoes was going to join up with the Wyatt family, man. That'd be nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but now, you know, Luke Harper's gone. I mean, who, who knows? You never know. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting they went with PCO. Don't think he'll hold the title that long, personally. I don't but, know. Yeah, I don't you know. know. You know, I guess. I mean, why didn't they do it in Canada? I don't understand. Remember, he told Kevin Nash that he was super over in Canada. This, this is true. <laughs> they, they did it here in Baltimore. God bless them. You know, but, you know, it's just not the ring on. I mean, I, I try to watch it like like as we're taping the night that it come on. I, but I hate to say this, Brian, but it puts me to sleep. Yeah, it's it's definitely not the same. I think they do lack star power. Um, but we'll see. You know, it's an opportunity for some people to, you know, make a name for themselves. They got to figure it out. You know, um, the same way that Kevin Steen and Davey Richards and them got people watching. I mean, Kevin Steen and Davey Richards, those, they would put on some incredible matches. Man, Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards put on some incredible matches that wrestling fans were talking about everywhere. And that's what these guys got to do. Now, now, I know you break it down, Brian. I'm going to bounce up match you about Ring of Honor, and you think one of the demises might be Sinclair owning a lot of the Fox networks and Fox getting smacked down. Maybe they feel like they don't need to put much money in this Ring of Honor and they're leaving it alone a little bit more than they would. Uh, that could be a possibility. <laughs> you know, I do. Well, you know what? It's my show. People going to listen. If not, I mean, people going to get mad. I do know they said they'll never compete with WWE. Um, you know, coming up, I'm going to do a cheap plug here real quick. Um, tomorrow, or I should say Monday, will be the start of my new show titled Breaking Through Glass Ceilings. The first episode is my story. And on my story, I tell you how I turned down an opportunity to work at Ring of Honor to stay with Johns Hopkins. Um, but one of the things during the interview process, and I'll probably never get a job now after the statement I'm about to say, but it's a fact. Um, they said, you know, they understand they're never going to compete with WWE. They don't kick out as much money. And that's the reason why they don't have to do layoffs when you have a lot of big TV layoffs. So I think that also reflects on the product sometimes because you look at the production quality. Now, AEW, now here's the thing, right? You got AEW, and you got Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, they hit their cues. You know, they hit their production cues on point for the most part, all the time, right? Just the production quality is better. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's much better, but it wasn't it as is. great. But then you have a, uh, AEW, great production, but they miss a lot of cues. Now, they're getting better, but that's the difference, you know? Right. So, but um, I'm going to get ready to wrap things up, man. Any final thoughts or any other things you want to touch on? Um, you know, we was um in the chat last night, me, you and uh you know, the real Dwayne Allen, we was talking about AW and um Y'all was going off. His... 
I, I literally put my phone down and I looked up and said 114 messages. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of the thoughts he had, I had, man, watching it. And maybe because I watch NXT and AW side to side. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'd be looking more, I'd be just looking more and over the, the AEW, man. Just, uh, you know, I I mean, not, not AEW, excuse me, NXT. I want AEW to succeed, man. We need it to succeed, but they're doing a lot of little stuff. That gets you disinterested, and you can see in the ratings, man. NXT is kind of closing the gap here. It's 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 getting stale. They they want. I mean, the main event level they can do for so much, and mm -hmm. you know, pops to Jericho, Cody, and Moxley, and Pac. They they do well, man. But they they're gonna blow through the matches pretty soon, and then you got to make some new stars here, and and it's just they they. Just don't I don't know if they got the guys that can that can do it. I thought Hangman Page could be one, but you know that's not working. D, you know I'm a huge women's wrestling fan. You know. Oh God, they're women's wrestling. Just oh, yeah, it's dude. just something they're not doing. The talent they have great talent, but it's just something. It's the way it's being booked. Like Kenny Omega had to tell you the entire story for the women's match at. Um, I'm about to call it coin toss. That last uh, <laughs> uh, 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 full gear, right? Full gear. He had to tell you that story through Twitter, where which isn't fair. And they even said like, there are a lot of guys and stuff are taking up too much time. The bottom line is the hot take. Call it what you want. Jim Ross, it's time for. Oh, it's time for him to sit down. It's the time for him to go. <laughs> it, it, it's it. This is. I'm. I'm sorry. I mean, this is a guy who I have uh, the utmost respect for. D, I wrote my paper about him in a class that Darrell and Dwayne Allen and I were in together. It was the first class we took together in college. Mm -hmm. I had, we had to write about a broadcast or something. I wrote my paper on Jim Ross. So that goes to let you know how much I love him. Right. But you cannot go on TV saying, have these guys been here before when the company is only, what, seven weeks old, dare say, as far as weekly yeah. television? You, right. you can't do that. Jim, it, it, Jim Cornette mentioned that either both of them got to know or nobody knows, man. And everybody knows Jim Ross is credible. We're not knocking that caliber, but he's not known to a wide audience. JR is. And he, he, I thought they left him hanging, man. Left him hanging a little bit and made him it, look bad. It's time for old Yellow to go sit down. You know, Shawn Michaels you, you has know, to you sit down. You know what I think it is? You know it's time for Jim Ross. Mm -hmm. With Jr. I'm ring to cut you off, but uh, no, you I, I think he's been in the WWE bubble for so long. Bingo. That 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 not knowing the alternative is kind of he's he's used to WWE wrestling. I think as you notice, he calls Jericho matches good. Moxley, Cody, anybody in the E, he's he do well with. Anybody else outside of it, he don't have a he uh, easy time with their matches, man, and. I think Shivani and Excalibur would make a good team. Mm -hmm. If you want to still keep JR, maybe do like specials, interviews with him. That's cool. Cause, you yeah, know, let still, him do his podcast. Yeah, he's still mourning the loss of his wife, so I understand why he's out there. You know, yeah. So you don't have to think about that pain, but it's tough, man. I, I admit, it, 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 it's tough some nights. Yeah, let him do his podcast, give him a corner, give him a spot, let him do his interview spots that he used to do, you know, the same thing he did when Triple H had said it was me, JR. Let him do stuff like that. 
but play right. by play all night. It's not no. It's it, 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 you know what? Andy Reid was known for being able to get rid of rest, uh, football players a year too early rather than a year too late. You know, and, and every time, Vince, like when Vince told Flair it was time to go home, was he wrong? He went to TNA and stunk up the joint. You ain't kidding. So that's the same with kidding. Jim Ross. You know, it was great. It was real, but it's time to move on. Final thoughts? Yeah, man. Um, out, outside of that, hope, you know, 2019 has been a good year for everybody. 2020, we want wrestling to get more elevated. You know, it's a lot of wrestling out here for folks to consume, and hopefully everybody get a, get a taste of everything, man. It was just, in my opinion, Brian, I just don't want the WWE to have the main product and the alternative too, because they have both rolling <laughs> and it's kind of looking that way. It ain't gonna be good. I well, think you know what though, I, it, it's not. But hopefully, NWA will continue to give us good product. Hopefully, MLW can kind of maybe increase their you know their audience, maybe get to a bigger network, and you know we'll see. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and wrap things up here, ladies and gentlemen. He is Demaris Die. Let him know where they can find you real quick. Of course, man, the Die Sporting Network, um, home to the best sports action here in the area. We in the thick of high school basketball as we speak. Lake Clifton and Polly be uh, playing. That game will be out this week, and we're going down to North Point to do some action with DMV um, teams. Rock Creek Creation and St. John's College, the main game. Catch us on our YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter. And our official Facebook page, Die Splitting Network, or Die Splitting Net on Instagram and the Twitter. And one more thing, Brian, the Flex Zone. We're coming back, baby, in January. Oh, first, news. first week in January, right here. We're breaking it. We're breaking it with Brian H. Waters. The Flex Zone is returning on January the 6th. The week of January the 6th, we're coming back, baby. We got promos coming out within the next week or two as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard him. He is Demaris Die. I am Brian H. Waters. Make sure you subscribe to the Flex Zone. Make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling Realm. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Realm. Follow me at Brian H. Waters. Now, instead of my normal closeout, I'm going to give you a preview of my new show debuting on Monday called Break It Through Glass Sealers. Here is the first episode from the storeroom to the boardroom. Here's a reason why I turned down Ring of Honor Wrestling. Till the next time, folks, Brian H. Waters, check this out. So then I'm looking. Now I got to be aggressive because I ain't trying to lose, you know, have no another gap. And I find out that Ring of Honor Wrestling is hiring for an associate producer. I applied. I don't even remember if I talked to anybody, but I got the interview. They called me. I go in there. I sit down. I talk to guys. Uh, and then they introduced me to a couple of people, and I let them know that, yes, I was a fan, fan of wrestling. I've been to a couple of shows. I don't really tell them, like, I've worked with some of their talent, but I just let them know, like, you know, I kind of told them, like, look, this is where I want to be at. And like I said, the interview was good. 
because a couple days later, the guy calls me. He said, dude, I got to be straight up. I want you, but I don't know if we're going to be able to pay you what you're making now. And, you know, I just want to know, where is there, can we have a happy medium? So I gave him a number. Um, I let him know that I wanted the job because this job is currently temporary. So this is, you know, this is my bad. A couple days later, Audrey, <laughs> my manager, Dr. Wong, she comes over to me. So do you have anything going on? I'm like, no, I've had an interview or two. Do you want to stay? I said, can I say this to you? Hell yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.